Braves played some ball this past week and Carter is here to break down all of the successes and failures of your Atlanta Braves. So strap in, sit tight, and get ready, for it's time for the Braves Way Midweek Recap. Welcome back, guys, to the Brave Way Podcast. Yes, I am still sick, but that is not deterring me away from making this episode. I am so excited about this episode because it is going to be a fun, fun episode. This is going to be a fun episode for Braves fans all over the world. It's going to be a fun episode for baseball fans all over the world besides... If you're a Mets, Phillies, Marlins, Nationals fans, I'm sorry if you are you like any of those fans because God help your soul. I can't imagine all the pain you go through and all the hatred that's in your heart. But besides that, let's get into it. We are doing an overview of the National League East as April recently came to an end. We will be reviewing the April that the Mets, Phillies, Nationals, and Marlins had. It was a great, great month of April and early May for the Braves, unlike everybody else that's in this division. Uh, (laughs) I'm just going to say it. As of right now, as I'm recording this, it is Monday, May 8th. All... Every team, every team in the National League East besides the Braves are below 500. Every team. If you would have told Mets fans, Phillies fans, Marlins fans, maybe Marlins fans, but if you would have told Mets and Phillies fans that they would be below 500 35 games into the season, they would have cussed you out and thrown you in a subway and kicked, uh, <laughs> curb stomped you. But here we are. It is May 8th, 2023, 35 games into the season, and the Braves are the only team in the East that are above 500. They are seven games ahead of the Marlins. The Marlins. The Marlins are in second place. I mean, they're tied with the Mets. They both have the same record. But the Braves are seven games ahead of the Marlins, of the Mets, and then... They are eight games ahead of Philly and nine and a half games ahead of Washington. So, with that being said, let's get into it and more. Let's start it with what I think is such a fun article that I found from the New York Post. It is so fun to read this stuff when you're a Braves fan. It is not fun to live through it, but it's fun to laugh at other people's misery, especially Mets' misery. Mets' misery is the most fun misery. Here we go. Boos rain down on Mets as bullpen implodes an ugly loss to Rockies. That is the title of the article. (laughs) Already so much fun. (laughs) Let's get into it. Let me read verbatim what it says. 35 games into the season, the Mets are a losing team. 
An already brutal week for manager Buck Showalter's crew became uglier Sunday when the team's thin starting pitching was a, again exposed, turning the afternoon into a Rockies slugfest against the underbelly of the bullpen. The Mets' brief homestand ended with a 13-6 loss at City Field that included boos cascading through the ballpark as the Rockies were seizing control with seven runs in the fifth inning. With their fifth loss in six games and 11th, 11th and 14 overall, the Mets fall of 17-18 this season, first time being under 500 since the opening week. Only adding to the stench of this, plunge, of this plunge, the Mets were swept three games by the underwhelming Tigers before losing a home series to, to the equally uninspiring Rockies. The game is challenging us and we have... We have got a lot of baseball to play, Daniel Vogelback said. Myself and everybody else in the clubhouse, it's not from a lack of effort or from a lack of want or work putting in. It's just the way it goes sometimes. We have a choice, and I think everybody in here will respond the way everybody wants us to. The Mets will now go seven straight row games against the Reds and Nationals, two other opponents likely going nowhere this season, but at the last week has displayed it takes more than just showing up to win. It's not as simple as changing a batting order or playing somebody else or pitching somebody else, Showalter said. There's a lot of things I could say, but it sounds like excuses and we're not going there. Play better and that goes for all of us. On this day, the Mets collapsed in the fifth when Jimmy... Okay, it goes into the season, the, the game. <laughs> Guys, did you have as much fun listening to me read that as I had reading it off? That was fun. <laughs> listening to an article written in New York, the New York Post, thrashing their own team, the beautifully... The beautiful imagery that they were were showing us were was telling us when they were saying booze were cascading down from the stands. I don't know about you, but that makes my heart happy. Makes my heart happy. So happy. It is so fun to watch the Mets collapse. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm getting so ahead of myself. <laughs> we're 35 games in. Calm down, Carter. But it's so much fun to see the Mets struggling. <laughs> and the main reason for the Mets struggling is because of their injuries. On May 4th, their catcher, Omar Navarez, was placed on the 10-day injury list by the Mets on Friday, retroactive to April 6th with a left calf strain. So, he's hurt. Uh, starting pitcher Stephen Riddings is hurt. I think they just got back... I think they just got back Max Scherzer. I think he pitched yesterday or Sunday. I'm not sure, but I thought I heard something like that. Uh, pitcher, starting pitcher Matthew Bruce Allen is day to day. That was April 9th, so he's probably back. So and then they so they've been struggling with injuries, not as much as the Phillies as we'll get into, but they've been struggling with injuries. They just got Scherzer back, I believe, and. You know what's like the cherry on top? Their best pitcher of all time throughout the first pitch last Sunday, Bartolo Colon, big sexy, throughout the first pitch, 
and the Mets honor him <laughs> by giving up 14 runs to the freaking Rockies. <laughs> As I read off before, let's go over their last like 10 games. <laughs> okay, let's go back. We played them. We beat them. We took two out of three games to them. And then the, the Tigers came to town. Or sorry, they went to Detroit. They went to Detroit. They lost 6-5. to five. It was like, okay, it's the Tigers. Tigers might steal one from them. It's all right. And then they had a doubleheader on Wednesday. Uh, that was Wednesday. They lost 6-5, to five, first head of the doubleheader. They're like, oh, okay, it's the Tigers. You can't really sleep on any team. Second game of Wednesday, they lost 8-1 to one to the Tigers. The Tigers. They lost 8-1 to one to the Tigers. And then Thursday, quick turnaround. They lose two to nothing to the Tigers. They get swept by the Detroit Tigers. Yes, you heard me correctly. The one hundred win New York Mets of last season got swept by like the fifty win Detroit Tigers. <laughs> and then they go back to New York. They're like, "All right, we get to sleep in our own beds. We get to relax. We get to chill. We get to recoup, and we're gonna come back and we're gonna give it to the Rockies." Nope. Well, I mean, they won Friday, won nothing. They won one nothing against the Rockies. You should be winning by a lot more than one to the Rockies. And then they lose five to two to the Rockies, and then they lose thirteen to six against the Rockies. So, I don't know what's going on in Flushing, but they need to flush it down the toilet and get it going. <laughs> you like that? You guys like that? <laughs> So, so that's where the Mets are standing. They're 17 and 18, and they're seven games behind us, and they're looking like they're a lost cause at the moment. But they're going to have to try to rally together, and they're going to have to try to find themselves in this pain and suffering and pull it together like the Braves did last year, like the Braves did in 2021. They're going to just have to dig down deep and See if they have what it takes to take over the Braves and take first place and make it to the postseason. Hopefully they don't do that. Hopefully they stay this way for the whole season because um, they're the Mets. <laughs> Moving on to the equally hated Philadelphia Phillies. Now, the Phillies have been struggling, have been struggling this whole season. I mean, they're just... They've been going through the meat grinder, seems like. And some Phillies fans are calling for uh, calling for the manager's head. So let's read this comment from William Hammond on this Phillies like fan website, Phillies Nation it's called. This is a fan commenting. Excuse my long-windedness, but I've been a fan of the Phillies since Callison Taylor dowry in full days but i can't remember being as angry with a manager as i am with this thompson dude as stated in my last incantation the phillies despite last year's improbable ending are a 500 team as they were last year no more no less this current manager's obsession with putting a below 200 200 plus strikeout philly version of dave kingman and removing stott a potential all-star from the leadoff position is beyond explanation other than this defense liability has written in his contract that he has no further down the lineup as third and that he starts somewhere in the outfield enough is enough 
Speak it, William. Speak it. That's just not William just speaking out of anger and frustration. That is all a lot of Phillies Nation saying that. A lot of fans are saying that. I mean, they're struggling with injuries too. Christian Pache, yes, Christian Pache with the Phillies. He's hurt. Andrew Bellotti, he's hurt. Derek Hall, I think he's still hurt. Noah Song, he's hurt. Reese Hawkins, I think he's still hurt. Ranger Suarez, Corey Knable, those were a long time ago. They should be back. But they did get Bryce Harper back, and Bryce Harper has been the same old Bryce Harper as the past. He has already hit a home run. He already has a few hits. So Bryce Harper is back, and that's kind of scary for the Braves. But the Phillies suck right now. So uh, as long as they keep sucking and they keep losing games, um, I don't care who they call up or who they bring in. As long as they keep sucking, it's fine. <laughs> let's go over some of their last, like, let's go over, like, their last, like, eight games or whatever. So they 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 won an Astros series, something the Braves couldn't do. So that's kind of kudos to you. Uh, but then they go to L.A. and they lose thirteen to four, thirteen to one, and ten to six. They get absolutely shellacked by the Dodgers. <laughs> then they come back home against the Red Sox and they lose five to three, seven to four, and they win yes uh, last Sunday, six to one. So. They're they're feeling it right now. They are feeling it right now. They they have not really been able to get it going at all this season. As said before, they are sixteen and nineteen. They're not in the worst position. They their ERA is fifth worst in the league. They have a five point zero three ERA. That is atrocious. They they had they bolstered up their rotation and bullpen this year too. They just moved Matt Strom into the bullpen because he's been absolutely stinking the bed uh, in the rotation. So they moved him to the bullpen. I can't really speak on Taiwan Walker. I saw something that they're trying to re-sign um, Nola. So I don't really know what's going on in Philly. It doesn't sound like anything good's going on in Philly right now. A lot of question marks, a lot of red flags popping up. In the city of brotherly love. So. Mets are going through it. Phillies are going through it. Mets. And Phillies. They need to get it going. Because the Braves are just going to run away with this league. The Braves look like they are not slowing down. At all. <laughs> We've already struggled with injuries. We've already. Struggled a little with our bats. We've already struggled a little over pitching. And it looks like we can just. Freaking have one hit one day, and then the next day give a, a hit 13 runs. Uh, get 13 runs. So the Braves look like they're not going to slow down anytime soon, and the Mets and Phillies need to figure it out. Because one thing I would love to see the Braves to do is just keep pouring it on these two teams. Because the Mets and the Phillies, they are very good teams. Despite everything I just said, they have World Series talent on their team they have all-star team talent on their team and they're going to figure it out once the Mets get back healthy with Verlander uh, I almost said Strasburg God bless Verlander Scherzer uh, every other pitcher they have 
once they get back going and they get healthy again, they're going to be rolling. They're going to be hot. They're going to figure it out, and they're going to go on a long stretch. We just got to build up a lead. It's seven games right now. We got to build up a lead. I would like to say 13 to 15 games. If we get out to a 13 to 15 game lead over the Mets or Phillies, this is we're not the Mets. We won't have we won't Mets it up. We are not going to go on a 50 game losing streak or 10 game losing streak. We're not going to give it up that easy. Now, if the Mets turn it around like these next couple series and the Braves have a couple bad series. They could be neck and neck. So I want to see the Braves pour it on, especially with their schedule the way it is the next coming weeks. They have some tough games, but they're going to need to figure out how to win some of them. I mean, the Mets have two easy series coming up, the Reds and the Nationals, but they did just lose to the Rockies and Tigers. So I don't want to say easy, but they should sweep both those series. But they're the Mets, so they won't. And then they go to the Rays, so that should be a loss. And then the Phillies, they play they play the Blue Jays and then the Rockies. So I don't really know where the Phillies will be standing after this. But with that being said, um, the Braves need to pour it on badly, so we can just we can just cut their throats, slit their throats, and watch them bleed out for the rest of the season. The Braves have the Red Sox, Blue Jays, then Rangers. So this is a very important stretch. I know it's early in the season, but you need to be able to pour it on early in the season and kind of like start taking away hope from from the Mets and the Phillies because, like I just said, they're going to get it going. They're going to find find their stride. It's just whether if the Braves can hold them off or not. And another team that's kind of sneaky right now is the Miami Marlins. As I said at the beginning of this episode, the Marlins are in second place. They are seven games behind. They're tied with the Mets. And they are kind of feeling it right now. They swept the Cubs. After getting swept by us, they took out their vengeance and swept the Cubs. Or, sorry, they didn't sweep the Cubs. They didn't even win the series. What am I looking at? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, the Mets, sorry, the Marlins are in their fields right now. They're sucking. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know what I just saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the Mets or not Mets why do I keep saying Mets the Marlins the Marlins are at 500 one game below 500 right now and they play the Diamondbacks Reds and Nationals so they easily could go on a winning streak right now too and they could be right up in the mix too so Marlins are still in this. I mean, it's early in the season, so they're not going to be in it towards the end of the season. Who knows? Because the Orioles are freaking blowing it out of the water right now. And the Pirates were blowing it out of the water. Now they're sinking in the water. But there's a bunch of teams right now that are kind of coming out of nowhere. It is May 8th, so... I mean, you guys are listening to this not on May 8th. But, like, teams are going to start figuring themselves out this month and next month getting ready for the long months ahead of them. So this is a time to be looking out at these teams. And this is going to be a gut check moment for the Marlins, for the Mets, for the Phillies. If the Marlins want to be a contender, they're going to have to have a good May month. And same for the Phillies and the Mets. If they're going to be contenders this year in the World Series, playoff contenders, what 
you have I don't just any any contender they're gonna have to have a good May and the Braves are off to a good May right now so it's gonna be hard to catch up to the Braves but with that being said I hope they don't <laughs> I hope they don't so that was a quick episode I just wanted to like give you guys a a quick outlook on the NL East and how everyone sucks in it besides the Braves at the moment. I didn't even get to the Nationals because they're already already dead. <laughs> they dug their grave, they jumped in it, and then they hired someone to pour dirt on them. So they're dead. We don't have to worry about them. Mets and Phillies, we will have to worry about them later on in the season. Uh, I might do one of these videos a month or something like that because... It's inevitable. They're gonna make they're gonna make a run out of it. And honestly, I want to run. I want the Braves to be playing meaningful ball in September. I want them. I want the Mets to be right with us, like two, three games left in the season, like last year, because it helped us. It 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 helps to play meaningful games late in September. I mean, last year was a different case because we seemed like we put our all into that Mets series at the end of the year and then we went into the Philly series struggling and we ended up losing but it'll be a different story this year I believe this is a World Series caliber team and I think the Braves have a chance of winning it so thank you guys so much for listening I hope you have a great rest of your day a great rest of your week and I will see you guys later peace every time you press play yeah you got me falling in love Chevrolet DJ The song that is my intro and my outro is Could Have Been Me by The Struts and all copyright credits for this episode and all the other episodes from the Braveswake Podcast all go to Major League Baseball and the Atlanta Braves all names, image, images, and likeness all go to the Braves and Major League Baseball. Go follow the Braves Way Podcast on Instagram and find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your podcast. Thank you.